Blog Talk Radio. NYPA, it's time to sort the show, so search for the squad and listen out for the promo with the West Wild Spitter, send his weapon to a show home. Collins Oak, coverage on the corner, make it unfold. Five o'clock, who gives a damn of what your man and say? We spitting live wireless, leave me shot with the gamma rate. Ain't no runner up, cause it ain't the closest to candidates. I block the deep and you draw like Japanese animated. It's just us and the rest, news off the hottest press. Dope from the boogie down, Kyle Holton, Philly West. Reppin' with the legends, classic in the future. Second politics, sports segment, live phone, call up a question, it's the NYPA, 95 connection, real people, ain't no script and cute call for directions, just team on the grind time till it's all perfection, throw it past the satellite so you can catch perception, so touch ground with us, we kill challenges, a murder it for every number on your calendars, from west to the boogie down, they gray hound in this, we google spot, anchor podcast pockets this. Welcome one and all to a brand new episode of NYPA Entertainment Radio. I'm your gracious host, Eugene Kyle Graham, keeping the government name. Uh, broadcasting live from West Philadelphia University City in NYPA Studios. Uh, thank you for joining me live. If not live, appreciate you downloading this uh, week's episode on any of the platforms, iTunes, Anchor, Google, Spotify, Amazon, Deezer, Podcast, Podcast, Castbox, Google. All of iHeart, you know, I might leave some out, but they know who you are, or I know who they are, and you know what they are, and so forth. Um, we're about maybe one show away from the final show of the year, of 2022, next week, live, Lord willing. Uh, we're wrapping everything up for 2022. Um, at that time, definitely, I will give updates for 2023, things that didn't happen in 2022. Um, in terms of, like I said, elaborate a little bit more of the spinoff, the little, uh, what I call them, little miniature bonus shows. Uh, and I, I, brought, I brought that up a couple of uh, episodes ago. I want to bring it up and elaborate where we're going, where we, where we are with that, um, and all that good stuff. So really excited. Looking forward to next week's show and uh, what's coming up in 23. I don't know when the return show is going to be. It's going to be early January. I don't know by next Sunday. I haven't decided yet. But obviously, I'm going to have to let you guys know uh, when uh, I'll be back up in in uh, in the new year. Let me see. I don't know yet. No, I'm looking to I don't know. I'll let you guys know. I'll definitely let you guys know what I'm going to do when we go back up after the uh, hiatus, as we say in the industry. Um, holiday hiatus. We'll be back strong in uh, early January. Can't believe how time is flying in, in about what? Oh man, what, two weeks is Christmas. We got to that New Year's. Man, time is flying by. Uh, but until then, I got your time here today uh, for NYP Entertainment Radio. And uh, let's get started. Hello, Cool J's Rock the Bells announces first ever hip hop cruise with Trina Trick Daddy and more. Uh, the Bahamas 
in the Bahamas, LL Cool J Rock the Bells has announced the inaugural Hip Hop Experience Cruise in celebration of the genre turning 50 years old next year. The unique cruise experience will be brought to life in partnership with Six Man and the Norwegian Pearl set from Miami to the Bahamas on November 13th, four nights through November 17th, 2023. There will be a full lineup of performers announced at a later date, but guests will be welcome to a kickoff party on the boat's deck with a concert from Trina and Trick Daddy. Quote, took 50 years, but it's finally here. The cruise is for hip-hop because you deserve it, LO wrote, wrote to Instagram. The Rock the Bells cruise, a hip-hop experience, is setting sail in 2023. We're dropping the line up at the top of the new year, but let me see. We're dropping the line up at the top of the new year, uh, but put $100 down to reserve your cabin today or sign up to be the first in line. Uh, ticket prices for the cruise are currently on sale with price ranging from 800 up to over 5000 per person, depending on the package customers desire. Those who buy those who buy tickets before the year end ends will only have to put down a $100 minimum payment to earn a free three-month subscription to Sirius XM. There will be plenty of fun activities throughout the day for vacationers on a voyage from Miami to the Bahamas, which will include pool deck parties with DJ Capri, DJ battles, rap karaoke, interactive uh, graffiti podcast, roller uh, roller skating, roller skating on a boat. I'm a little nervous about that. Open mic nights, movie screenings, art galleries, tattoos, basketball, big buns, trail meals, Food court. It's a big ass ship. Uh, at the Rock the um, Bell, we believe classic and timeless hip hop deserves to be served on a silver platter. We can't wait for hip hop lovers across the globe to be immersed in the culture for five days, five days on five stages. The Rock the Bell's President James Cuthbert, uh, said President Cuthbert. Um, we're excited to partner with Six Man, who bridges the gap between artists and fans, creating an unforgettable guest experience. El Cool J founded Rock the Bells in 2018 with a focus on uplifting the culture and elements of hip-hop. The brand uses content, commerce, merchandise, and various experiences, such as the upcoming inaugural festival, to remind fans where hip-hop came from. The name of the brand comes from LL Cool J's 1985 hit, Rock the Bells, and the rap icon had to take ownership back after another company had used the name for their own festival in the mid-2000s. In July, LL Cool J took, a, took to social media to explain why he found the Rock the Bells. I found it at Rock the Bells because I believe hip-hop culture isn't disposable, he tweeted. Also believe true art slash artists don't have to don't have an expiration date. Man, this joint sounds like a whole lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. Indeed it does. Indeed it does. That's like a dope-ass trip when the crew is from Miami to the Bahamas. You got all that shit going on with all these hip-hop legends. That's dope. And the pricing is not that bad. You know, I wonder what the packages are. Um, you know, I would go if I wasn't already going to the Bahamas in February. So that kind of like go back-to-back. You know, I you know I got it like that. I ain't got it like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, um, that sounds dope. Uh, like I said, if I wasn't going to the Bahamas in February, I'll probably definitely look into this joint. I'm like, man, that seems kind of fun. But I'm kind of like, All right, I'm already there already in February, so no need to go there in November. 
That joint sounds nice, though. Well, maybe next go around in 24, if this goes all right, they'll do it another time, so another place, who never knows. But that sounds like a lot of fun. I think anyone who goes to has should, should have a great experience, and hopefully everyone enjoys themselves. And um, it actually lives up to the hype, and no one's disappointed. It'll be, it won't be like another Firefly type bullshit. Um, so the Firefly Festival, anyway. Uh, so it should be fun. And uh, yeah, man, like you know, I'm like I wish I was going there. I wish I was on that particular cruise to go there. So that's that's cool. Uh, moving on now, this is kind of a follow up to what I said I discussed last week on uh, Cardi B. So Cardi B uh, quote has no choice but to drop long awaited sophomore album next year, meaning 23. The new album will ring the new the new year will ring in a new Cardi B album. Finally the the Bodak Yellow Yellow and WAP rapper WAP rapper who uh thirty years old mentioned this week that her long awaited follow up to her twenty eighteen invasion of privacy is around the corner. Quote I have no choice. I have to put I have to put it out uh says the Bronx native Sheer Short. The shows she assured the interviewer her second album will drop next year. Not, uh, noting that there are a couple of songs that are like definite. Cardi says she's 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 unsure was going she's unsure quote was going on with me. Quote I need to just make up my mind and put it out. She continued. I'm too much in my head about it because there's some songs that it's like just needs to just need to release it. Just release it. This is her, not me. I can read, y'all. It's missing something. I don't know. While she wouldn't confirm an exact date for the album, she acknowledged the possibility of a release time to the fifth anniversary of Invasion of Privacy in April. Uh, even without dropping a second album, Cardi has an, had an eventful 2022. In January, she covered funeral, funeral costs for the 17 victims of a blaze that devastated a Bronx high-rise high shortly uh, Hi, Rod. Shortly after she won $1.25 million in a defamation suit against a celebrity blogger, in September she managed to avert jail time for a fight that took place at the Queen Strip Club in 2018. Instead, she entered a guilty plea and was sentenced 15 days of community service. Great to be rich. Um, like I said last week, you you can't it, – it'll be technically five years. And – Although people are anticipating it and waiting for it, you can't sit on a project for too long. And I get it. And I get that the fact that, you know, you want things to be good, perfect even. Uh, I, like I said, case in point, with this show, it happened a few times where I, I, did, I do it live. And those who listen to it live, I, I might not like it, then I'll scrap it and redo it a couple of days later because I don't like what I'm seeing. I don't like what I'm hearing or whatever. I did that my recent project when I go in debt when I did the bonus shows when I was doing that and before I even made called the light of day I did not like it I didn't drop it I didn't because it just wasn't what I was looking for and I get it sometimes you're in your own head a lot of times because sometimes what might sound good to you may not be to others you like, oh maybe they won't like it maybe I need to change this and I'm going to do that and I get that um, at the end of the day though you don't want to wait too long on dropping an album. I can't stress that enough because as human beings, we are very fickle uh, creatures. That's who we are, whether it's food, it could be um, what you wear, 
uh, move whatever we we just we just that's who we are. No one's immune to that. We just we're fickle creatures. We we change our minds. We lose interest. That's what happens. And the good and bad things about this is that invasion of privacy, you know, sold a lot. And by the time you get to her second join, and she might not be the same card as she was in Invasion of Privacy. She might be a totally different artist when you hear it. She might not be sounding the same. She might not be talking about the same stuff. It might not be the same type of beats because in five years you grow as a human being and as an artist. So that can change. And some people may resent you for taking so long for dropping an album and it's not as good as they thought Invasion of Privacy is. But that's their opinion. You know, they might want to hear the old stuff but as an artist, you gotta, you know, you, you gotta uh, spread your wings and fly in another direction just to be a little bit different, or not to be stereotype or pigeonholed in in a certain genre or a certain style. So she better drop it in twenty three, um, and hopefully, it's good. Uh, hopefully, it'd be just as good, if not better, than Invasion of Privacy. Sometimes you get the sophomore jinx; it happens, and you sometimes when you and a lot of times, or sometimes, when you do uh, your first album and you knock it out the park, the pressure is on to follow up on your sophomore. And sometimes you can equal it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes whatever. Uh, but I think five years is a little too long. And at the end of the day, I still think it might be. I'm not, a, like I said, personally, I'm not a like her lyric. I think she's fine as hell. She's a smart businesswoman. Um, but. I'm not like I'm following, but I think it'll be successful nevertheless. Will it be as good as the first one? I don't know. Like I said, we are fickle creatures, so it may or may not. But people are thirsty for it, and she cannot go. She cannot get past 23 without dropping it. And if she's smart, and I believe, and I know she is, she's a smart businesswoman. I think she'll probably drop it right around the summertime when everybody's banging her shit. Um, and like you said, she got to get out of her own head and trust her instincts and her talent and just go for it. Boom. And just see what happens. Simple as that. Uh, now, I'm about to see what happens when I take this music break. Uh, so sit back. Holiday season. The holiday music playlist. I got so many songs on here. I haven't had a chance to even scratch the service. So just sit back and uh, deck the halls and uh, jingle bells all the way and all that good stuff. And uh, let me entertain you with some holiday music. And I'll be right back. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. I 
Listen and 
contract after promoting anti-Semitic film. Uh, Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving is no longer under contract with Nike after the two sides have parted ways. Nike initially suspended his relationship with the veteran guard in November after he shared an anti-Semitic film on social media and refused to disavow anti-Semitism. I can never get that word right, but I can read. No, I can. Uh, at Nike, quote, at Nike, we believe there is no place uh, for hate speech, and we condemn any anti-Sidonism. Did I say it right? I'm not going to read. Uh, now you said in a statement at the time, we deeply sad and disappointed about the situation and its impact on everyone. The Kyrie 8 launch was also canceled after initially being slated for a November 8th release. Uh, Nike founder Phil Knight indicated in an interview with C- in CNBC with the relationship with Irvin was likely finished. Quote, I would doubt that we go back, Knight said. Um, Kyrie stepped over the line. It's kind of that it's it's kind of that simple. He made some statements we just can't abide by and that's why we ended the relationship and I was fine with that. Irving has been with Nike since twenty eleven with his popular signature shoe line state uh, starting in twenty fourteen. His current endorsement deal which reportedly which is reportedly about $11 million per year, was slated to expire in October 2023. 30-year-old has also been suspended by the Nets as a result of the off-court actions for a minimum of five games until he completed the series of tasks, including anti-Semitic and sensitivity training. He eventually rejoined the team after eight games away. Quote, I'm not anti-Semitic, 
I never have been. I don't have hate in my heart for the Jewish people or anyone that identifies as a Jew. I'm not anti-Jewish or any of that. I even said the statement. Um, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, uh, this is what happens. You're gonna, they're gonna hurt. You, they're gonna get you where it hurts the most is in your pockets, and that's eleven million dollars. That's down the drain now. Irving put on his like I think the other night he he blacked out the Nike symbol in the sneaker and he put a sneaker finally free or I'm free or whatever uh, you know that you know that's all cool and hit like yeah man I don't need that but motherfucker that's eleven million dollars the same way Kanye kind of lost two billion you act all cool put your mask on your face and put your hoodie on and, and try to be cool and eccentric or you can block black things out on your sneakers and to act like it don't affect you but 11 million dollars is 11 million dollars 2 billion is 2 billion at the end of the day i don't care who you are what status you have in life whatever the case may be uh yeah that's money homie uh, and at the end of the day, you you didn't say that before. You wasn't trying to get your contract before with Nike. So don't put, oh, I'm finally free or I'm free on that when you wasn't trying to get out of it. Stop trying to flex. Um, this say you just make you fucked up and you, you lost $11 million extra. You, you know what I mean? Like, that's 11 easy money. All you got to do is just design a fucking sneaker, get that bitch sold, and bada bing, bada boom, you're making cash hand over fist. But you can't do that. So you lost it. And with that being said, Will another company touch you? Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. It depends. You know, let's just die down a little bit. They might revisit. Uh, I mean, and this is, if you're a sports person, you get what I'm saying. He's 30 years old, okay? Um, and he has a lot of baggage with him. So he's most likely slated not to get another shoe deal ever, in my opinion, um, because he pretty much with all the court shit and all this stuff, nobody want to touch him in. I think he's on the other side of that. He's 30 years old. He's not like a fresh buck coming out of a uh, young buck coming out of uh, college. You know what I'm saying? And, the, and the, the, the next best thing. So this is, this is it, in my opinion. You dig what I'm saying? And his, his contract was up until October of next year. So I don't know, man. At the end of the day, man, sometimes I scratch my head when cats, who have this blessing in front of them, they just, they just squat and shit on it. You know what I mean? And, and they don't wipe their ass when they're done. They just, they, that's just what it is. And, and they try to play it off like they're cool. And I just shake my head like, man, give, give me that contract. Let me show you how to handle business. You dig? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, but oh well. Staying in the world of moolah, the money, Jay-Z among investors looking to open Times Square Casino. Jay-Z has joined a group of investors looking to open the first full-scale casino in New York City's Times Square. Uh, according to the New York Post, the Brooklyn-bred billionaire has joined forces with S.L. Green and Caesars Entertainment in a bid to uh, uh, to erect a swanky boutique-style casino at 1515 Broadway Office Tower. I know exactly what I said. I used to work there. Um, which is already owned by SL Green, NYC's largest commercial landlord. As part of the partnership, Jay-Z uh, and his team will oversee entertainment programming at 1515 Broadway, as well as SL Green's six other properties in Times Square. Quote, New York is the epic center of culture. We have the opportunity to create a destination at the heart of the tr- 
true crosswords, crossroads of the world, O said in a statement. My partnership with S.L. Green and Caesars has all the promise and commitment to economic opportunity, growth, enrichment for the community and everyone that visits the Empire State. The proposed casino set to be called Caesars Palace Times Square nice, would occupy eight floors and 54 uh, eight floors and the 54-story tower between West 43rd and 44th. The casino floors would also house restaurants and entertainment uses, while an 800-room five-star hotel will be created in the building above. The ground floor, however, is specifically embarked for non-gaming use, including an entrance to the uh, Miss Cough Theater, which family houses the Lion King. We know that is true. Uh, despite concerns from, from local theater owners uh, and producers that a casino would be, quote, dangerous to Broadway theaters, SL Green believes it would bolster the industry and others like it, helping to reverse a gradual decline in the district's fortune. Uh, according to the consulting firm AKRF, casino visitors would boost Broadway ticket sales by 400,000 annually, in addition to attracting 7 million more visitors to Town Square each year, 7 million more restaurant meals outside the casino, and 166 million in retail purchases to nearby businesses. Jay-Z, SL, Green, and Caesar, Caesar Entertainment face stiff competition, though, with a half a dozen investments group are also expected to submit proposals for the casino. Rival bidders include Wynn Resorts and New York Mets owner Stephen Cohen and Solaviv Building Company. The state will, will issue a formal request for proposals for the casino applications in January. The selection panel will then uh, will then progress the strongest responses to the state siting committee, which is expected to choose one location in the five boroughs before the end of the year. The, the casino plans come amid a costly legal battle, battle between Jay-Z and, Bac- and Bacardi over their cognac brand, in which they are 50-50 partners. The Rock Nation ball suit, the spirits giant in October with financial dispar- uh, transparency transparency, yeah, concerns with whole, accusing the company of deliberating, mismanaging the USA in order to drive down its valuation after he exercised his right to buy, the right to a buyout. As reported last week on this show and other places, um, mainly this show, uh, court documents revealed Jay had offered Bacardi $1.5 billion for their 50% ownership stake prior to the lawsuit, but his proposal was rejected. An emergency hearing in the case is scheduled to take place this month. This all circles back to when I said streams of revenue. Streams of revenue, streams of revenue. This is streams of revenue. This is always key different streams of revenue. And I think that's a kind of cool that's a dope ass idea, um, to have the casino fifty fifteen 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 Broadway. Um, I know exactly where is that New Yorkers know that where is that also. And it's and it's cool. Because um, check this out. Dig the move, right? You know, let's just say you're at the casino and you wait for a show to happen. Like a concert show. Or whatever, taking the taking the show, come back. Or you meet someone, or crap table is kind of hot right now. Go take in the show for a couple hours. Come back when it dies down and blow your money there. There's a lot of different ways you can you, you can parlay that. Uh, but I think it's a cool location. I think it's really good. I think it will bring a lot of um, income and job opportunities for a lot of people. Uh, and it definitely will uh, bring back 
I mean, not bring, but bring a lot of different visitors more than ever. It's going to be definitely jam-packed. The Times Square is already jam-packed as is. You dig what I'm saying? So um, it, it's it's cool to hear that. And like I said, Jay-Z is a smart, smart businessman when it comes to uh, certain different streams of revenue. I think a casino is dope. That's a dope-ass idea. Um, again, He's just not known for music. He's a smart businessman in the casino. I dig that. I dig it a lot. Um, leaving one hip hop legend, going to another. I got a double Ice Cube thing going. I got a double bubble. Uh, Ice Cube on declining versus offer for LL Cool J and Scarface Showdown. Ice Cube says he turned down would be versus battles against LL Cool J and Scarface. In a new interview, Cube, who appeared recently alongside the Mount Rush, uh, his alongside Mount Westmore collabor- collaborators this week, detailed an alternate idea he had for such would-be pairing. "Quote: I think they're all talk. I think they was talking LL at one point. Uh, they they was ooh, they was they was talking Scarface at one point." Cube said when asked about being approached for the series. A little after the, uh, a little bit um, after, like, let's see, the 34 mark in his inter- video interview, um, he said, "Yeah, I said no. I said no. Versus is good, but my concept would have been, yo, I'm a fan. You do this song for me, like, okay, I get to have LL do my favorite LL songs. He gonna have me do his favorite Ice Cube songs. Uh, according to 53 year this approach is more than love than simple competition." A quote, they would have been, that would have been my concept, he added. I can't go against, you know, people I admire. Uh, um, LL's an OG to me in the game, so I can't see it. Also, for Scarface, for Ice Cube, they don't communicate enough to score off in a versus setting. Um, quote, my versus, let me see. Q also made similar comments about versus in another interview last year. He said, my versus, my version of versus will, would have to been I pull somebody out there like Chuck D, a public enemy or something, and I play all the songs I love from him. He plays all the songs he loves from me. He said it's a love fest, but it's not something that I'm thinking about doing. All right, I think it. Listen, I in my opinion, I think he's taking it too much as like a um, an angry competition, but he's kind of doing a versus. That's what versus is. I play my hits, you play your hits. And it's not like, oh, my shit is better than yours, fool. It's not, it don't have to be that way. It is a bit of a versus. Like, yo, Q play his best joints and, and LL plays it. It's still going to happen. And I don't think, like I said, it's, it's not like a, ang- like a a competitor thing where it's like you being disrespectful to each other. It's one of those things for the fans and for himself. LL do play, his, play the best joints. And probably a lot of them uh, that he played pick. You've already liked him already without asking, without actually suggesting which ones to play, and then vice versa. Uh, a Cube and Scarface would be dope. A Cube and LL Cool J would be dope. I like Cube's idea also, but it's still kind of he's kind of saying the same thing, in my opinion. Um, and stop overthinking it. Just have fun with it. Um, what you can do, quite frankly, is prior to the show, is like play. All this for me. That's all I want to hear. He, nobody got to know you suggested it. Just have a conversation with L. Like, yo, play this playlist for me. That's all I want to hear these particular songs. What's up you going to hear from me? 
that behind the scenes. No one got to know that shit. And you still can have a versus. You know what I mean? And you get the best of both worlds. But I think Q, Q it's still a versus if Q does it. It doesn't have to be a competition. It still is a competition. Because people are going to find it like, oh, that shit, dope, that shit was dope. Don't play. It's still a comp- It's still going to be a fun competition without you overthinking it at the end of the day. And I think this is the, this is the type of versus that we need. We need Cube against LL. Uh, Cube against Scarface. If you don't want to do it, get Scarface versus LL. How about that, John? I think that'll work. I think that'll bring, you know, eyeballs to the platform. Because I don't think Versus has done, haven't done shit in months now. Normally, the end of the year or something. I haven't heard nothing unless they do something on a low low. You, you dig what I'm saying? So um, nothing major, nothing like the major legends I've been saying they should have on the, on the Versus. But, you know, what do I know? But I think that'll be dope. Do try his concept, or like I said, he can do it. He can do it behind the scenes, and Cube just plays it, and Ice Cube plays his, and whatever. But they, we need this type of, we need these type of, uh, of this type of stature on the verses because the verses is, is like dying on the vine. You know what I mean? Again, there's another example is verses. You got to keep up with it because now if you come back, you got to come back with some weak shit. You got to come back with some strong shit. It hasn't been a versus in a while. So now people will start getting fickle. People will start being like, I don't want to versus. It's corny now because too much time was went by. And you're not consistent with it. And you're not good with it. You know, you're not good at it, period, at the end of the day. So that's another example of you cannot wait too long between shows or uh, or anything like that. And you got to come strong each time. And I don't know what they're doing wrong or you know, at least in Ice Cube case, I would I would change it up just to have him on there, have LL, and that'll be dope. Um, the whole thing, because uh, I don't talk to Scarface a lot, that I think that's, that's bullshit. But they got to do with anything. Just you know him, bust it up with him. You know, just like, Yo, let's do this thing for fun. You ain't gotta be like hanging out, going camping together, and then chilling. Just just have it for the fans and have fun with it. I you make two things too fucking complicated. Uh, Ice Cube wants same with Ice Cube. Ice Cube wants control of the Friday fr- Friday film franchise. Quote, it's my movie, fool. Actually, the full part. Uh, quote, they need to do the right thing and get and get to and get it to us. Let us turn it. Uh, let us turn it into more money and make the fans happy. Ice Cube said of the Friday franchise. Ice Cube was fighting for control of the for the Friday franchise. Fifty three year old actor rapper who starred and co-wrote the original 1995 film, as well as starred and wrote in the sequels Next Friday and Friday After Next, 2000 and, and, and 2002, respectively, is on board to continue the comedic, the comedic saga because Warner Brothers is holding up the, pro, the process. Asked about the future of the Friday films and recent episode of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson podcast, Ice Cube said, I don't know Warner Brothers is uh, weird right now. I don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're. They don't even know what they're doing. Um, we love to. We love to have it back. I think it's going to be close to a time when. Let me see. Yeah, we love to have it back. I think it's going to be close to a time when we can get it back. So we'll either wait for that time, or we'll keep trying to convince them that we need that they need to let us control the movie. Continue. It's my movie, but they have the distribution control. Uh, Russell Warner Brothers did not immediately respond to Ice Cube's claim. Um, he, he's been trying to get this joint 
made and, 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 and revamped for a long time now. Um, and at the end of the day, uh, I don't know, man. I hope he gets it back. What you can do, you can, and, I, and I'm very particular about this, you can reboot it, you can revamp it, you could kind of start over again and, and kind of make it, like, to, you know, uh, for 2023, 2024, whatever, uh, whenever when it comes out. Um, you get so much you can do with it without let it die on the vine. And I just used that this analogy before. Uh, it is his. Um, but try to pick up where you left off. That's not a good thing because time has passed and too much time has passed. And, and I said on the show a lot of times, a lot of key components are no longer with us. You know, the Tiny Lister and, and John Witherspoon. Uh, so, you, I mean, you could just re- do a fresh reboot, like do it exactly like you did it before. Um, just put new actors in it, do some, something. Put it on a streaming service and do it. Don't put it in a theater. Put it on a streaming service. There's ways, there's plethora ways of doing it. Um, I think eventually he'll get it, but I hope, hopefully when he gets it, he'll do the franchise's justice. Start over again. Do it a fresh, uh, you know, a fresh coat of paint, so to speak, um, and see what happens. And like I said, do it on a streaming service. It'd be smart to put it in a theater. Now, another thing, um, if I see this actually happen, I want a percentage because you're already here on NYP Entertainment Radio. So don't play with me, Q. Don't play with me. I want a percentage. If, he, if he's listening, if he's listening, I'll whisper it lower because I want him to come after me. Uh, but, yeah, I think it will be a good idea. I think it will be cool if, if they did that. Um, I have something else here with us. All right, so it goes on. Mike Tyson asks Ice Cube, who was also produced on the Friday movies, uh, if he, he <clears throat> excuse me, ever considered purchasing the rights, um, the latter immediately replied, I ain't putting shit up for it. F no fuck no. They need to give it to me. They're gonna they're gonna make money. I'm not going to pay for for my own stuff. That's stupid. They need to do the right thing. Get it to us. Let us turn into more money and make the fans happy and people will have a good time with the series. Come on. Um we could do a do a lot with it. Exactly. Like take my idea and, and expound on it. I want like ten percent. Ice Cube went on to say he was uh, he has written two screenplays for another Friday sequel, which if if made would uh, would come out more uh, would have come out more than two decades after the last film in the original uh, trilogy. Um, and while he claimed Warner Brothers rejected the first script because the timing wasn't right, he said the second was a development was a development hell. Quote: They just kept giving you note after note after note. Never give you the right, never give you the green light, Ice Cube alleged. Um, yeah, do it. Do it. Hopefully everything will work out. And um, like I said, you can, there's so many ways you can do this without letting it just disappear. Hopefully do it the right way. Looking forward to it. And uh, they can revamp it and do the whole nine and to add some fresh actors or current actors and just do it right. Put them in a the streaming service, and I think it'll it'll be all right in my opinion. I don't get into too much details of what I have in mind, what they should do, but he actually take it, you know, and I won't get my 10%. Then at that time, switch it, give me 25%. I'm just saying. Uh, all right. Take a break. We'll come back. I have more things to get into. Uh, so stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Someday at Christmas, men won't be boys. Playing with bombs like 
It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look at the five and ten It's glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes that glow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your old front door A pair of hop-along boots And a pistol that shoots Is the wish of Barney and Ben Dolls that'll talk and will go for a walk Is the hope of Janice and Jen And Mom and Dad can hardly wait For school to start again It's beginning to look a lot Like Christmas Everywhere you go There's a tree in the Grand Hotel One in the park as well It's the sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that'll make them ring Is the carol that you sing right within your heart It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door Sure it's Christmas once
show live every Sunday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Don't worry about it. You always can go uh, back in Block Talk on on demand in the archives if you don't want to do a Block Talk. You have Anchor, Apple, iTunes, Google, Spotify, Amazon, iHeart, and so forth. And uh, check out these this episode and others on demand at your leisure whenever you want to, whenever you're working out, running errands, cleaning the house, whatever. Listen to NYP Entertainment Radio. Subscribe, download, enjoy. This is, uh, excuse me, I can get it out, y'all. I know I'm stuttering. Uh, subscription is free. Just download, uh, share, let everybody know about it, and the, uh, you know, reviews. Do the reviews. Uh, give us a five-star review. The more reviews that you put out there, uh, the more we go up in the ranks. And so this review is five-star. Well, I'm biased, five-star. So subscribe. That's the word I was trying to get out. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Download, share comments with the same thing as reviews. I also do that for NYP Entertainment Radio. Final show of 2022 next Sunday. Let's keep this train moving. Styles P argues that 21 Savage not a lyricist. I should stop right there, but I'm going to hear what he has to say. If you thought that, if you thought hip-hop was slowing down because it's the end of the year. Styles P is shaking things up. Controversial regarding controversy regarding Tony Savage remarks about Nas' relevancy took over hip hop for a brief period as conversations have dissipated. Styles shared his unfiltered thoughts about the hot topic. Quote: You can't you can't hate the young fellas for being stupid. Uh, Styles uh, <laughs> Styles said, "If uh, if they saying illogical shit, that's." Our fault. Those that came before the, before them. Now we. Um, you want to maybe back up again? He said, "If they if they saying illogical shit, that's our fault. 
uh, those that came before them, now we got to pull back and see where did we fuck up. Uh, others chimed in and, and several voices overlapped one another during the discussion. Uh, the locks hit maker wanted to make the, make his point clear. This is during the interview amongst him and everyone else. It's cool. I like 21 Savage, Styles declared. I don't love him. I like him a lot, lot. Don't love him. I like him a lot, lot, lot. That's what I'm saying. That um, the shit, the shit that he say tickles me, tickle, <laughs> tickles me pink. And I'm like, I can't believe this N word said that. It's dope. I fucks with him. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Styles switch things up with a passion delivery. My N word, my N word. You're not a lyricist. Fuck all that. He said, Drake's supposed to tell this N-word, N-word chill. That's Nasir. That's Nasir's Jones. My N-word, you are talented. You are dope. You're fucking fly. You're flavor. You mean a lot to the culture. You are important. You ain't one of them. You ain't a three-point shooter from the deep. Nas is. Um, following the con- uh, following the con- uh, controversy, Nas released his 21 Savage collaboration, One Mic, One Gun. It was a track that 21 later said was already in the vault. When announcing the single's release, Nas emphasized the need for more unity in hip-hop, especially during tense moments. That's what OG, two OG right there. Quote, only way we move in is with love, respect, and unity, Nas wrote. The foundational principles for hip of hip-hop uh, excited to uh, – Excited to collaborate with my young brother. I hope more artists use turbulent moments and turn and turn them into a time to make new art. That's what it's about. You got a point. So now we know this. Here's the thing. This is what I'm going to pack here. Big the move. 21 Savage already did this song with Nas, but still shitting on him, which I don't, which, which is, you know, just I'm speechless. I'm stammering because I don't know what to say to that. It's baffling. You know, I'm astonished the fact like my man did you a solid. This legend did you a solid to, you know, clean up his time to rap side by side with you and possibly turn his his, uh, his image or being on a track with you to begin with, and you turn right around and shit it on him. At the end of the day, didn't want to clean it up when people were trying to you know take it to the woodshed. You dig so. I agree with South Speed. He's not uh, Twenty One Savage is not a lyricist. Um, I'm not a big fan. I think he's cool. I might heard one or two songs, but like I said, when we uh, when I play One Mic One Gun next month or next month's playlist in January, I'll give my full assessment on that track. And like I said, if Nas come whack, I'm gonna get on Nas. Um, if Twenty One Savage outshines him, then I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna give him his balloons. You dig? So I gotta hear that. Um, South Speed. I wish. There is a way we can possibly, I don't know, have Styles P on the show to, to kind of get more out of him, ask him some questions. I wish we knew someone who had a nice, long, meaningless conversation about sports. Oh, no, about, I think, exercising and karate or something. They mentioned the show. I wonder if we know someone. Hmm. I wonder if we know someone who came on bragging about it but never promoted the show, talking about stuff for him. Nah. Nah, I don't know anyone. I think I do. I mean, last time we asked him, he was working on it. I guess he's still working on that along with trying to get Papa Wu. Who knows? Moving on. Will Smith 
and Martin Lawrence went to a Miami Beach club in the 90s and haven't gone out together since. Yeah, I read the story, and it's, and it's funny. In 1995, Wilson Martin Lawrence introduced us to uh, introduced us to the most iconic comedic characters in their in hit film Bad Boys. In the movie, Smith plays the ladies' man, Detective McLowry, and Lawrence plays the rule-abiding Detective Marcus Barnett. Excuse me, Marcus Burnett. The characters were were a hit with fans and influenced pop culture way beyond the film. However, fans may not know that the fictional characters may be closer to reality than they know. Um, in a recent interview, Smith revealed that embodying the detective's personality wasn't too far-fetched for the two. Smith told, told a story about how he convinced Lawrence to hang out with him after a day of filming. Smith said he and Lawrence visit, visited Glam Slam, the club uh, was the most popular club in Miami Beach in the 90s, and legendary music, uh, legendary musician Prince owned it. However, the 54-year-old actor stated it didn't take much time to see Lawrence wasn't enjoying himself. He uh, Wilson recalled that his fellow comedian, uh, his fellow comedian, seemed uninterested in in his surroundings as he sat in the club with his tightly folded arms. Smith began to laugh, laugh on how his trip down memory, on his trip on his trip down memory lane. Um, Lawrence, so, according to Smith, Lawrence was newly married uh, for uh, to his first wife Patricia Southlake at the time. Um, at the time, Smith was on the prowl. At this time, Smith um, and his uh, then wife Cherie the Pinos recently had recently filed for divorce after three years of marriage. He explained, so he goes on to explain about the night. So he said, uh, so the girl walks up, so this girl walks up and stands in front of Martin. She's standing there and she's dancing in front of Martin. She lifts up her skirt and she has nothing on under it. And she's asking Martin if he wants to have sex in the club. <laughs> uh, Smith stood up to, the, to demonstrate the awkward moment of what's happening with Martin and the girl. Smith said he took notice of the awkward exchange as soon as Lawrence exploded. He said, he said, he's like, this is why I don't fucking go nowhere with you, and storms out. That sounds like a scene from the movie. That sounds like a scene from a movie. From It just sounds like it sounds like the actual characters, because it sounds like he would always say that. Burnett, Burnett would say that to Lowry all the time. Like he's like, oh, I'm going away with you, just and it they kind of mimics the movie, and you can see the, you know, the kind of like the the um, demeanor in both. You know what I'm saying? How they both kind of like mirror their their characters. Needless to say, they haven't been out since with each other together since 1995. Um, so that says a lot right there. <laughs> that says a lot. Uh, even though Smith is married, but I guess Martin's like, I ain't fucking with you, dude. You go around slapping people on stages. You got, you know, I ain't doing that shit. Fuck that. I ain't doing that. Um, uh, I guess you would say his anger is like, look, you trying to get me in trouble. I'm married. This John flashing her, you know, her, her goodies at me. I can't do anything, you know. So yeah, I'm, I, you know, I probably if I was married and that happened, I'd be angry too. Like, what the fuck? You trying to get me in trouble, dude? So fuck me and storm out. Um, most men wouldn't. They were married. I'm just saying. 
but I, I, they, hearing that story, and I can visualize it because it's not in the movie. It seemed like it was an outtake from the actual movie because it that, that was the characters. You know what I mean? Michael, I was the ladies' man. Burnett was the more stir, more, I, I got a family at home. I should be out of here. should be with my wife. This dude got women around. I got women flashing me. You know, so that's funny. And like us say, I understand why they haven't been out since 1995. So there you go. Um, I'm going to, let me see here. Yeah, I'm going to take a break. Then I'll come back. I got some more things to get into. So um, I got some more holiday music. Stick around. NYPA. Entertainment Radio. I don't need my stocking filled with toys. But I don't need no gifts to bring me joy. Baby, I, I haven't hung my mistletoe. Cause without you, baby, I can't. No point Baby, I hope that I bring you to me Cause it's all I wish for this Christmas Eve No, I don't want much and love is all I need Baby, I hope that I bring you to me I hope you're bringing me love this Christmas If I deserve you here Bring me This tree alone. I can't sing Christmas songs if you're not home. No, I I hung my mistletoe. Cause without you, baby, I can't sing no point. Baby, I hope that I bring you to me. Cause it's all I Cause I deserve you, yeah Bring me love this Christmas Cause I've been good this year Hope it's bringing me love this Christmas Cause I deserve you, yeah Bring me love this Christmas Cause I've been good this year Hope it's bringing me love this Christmas Cause I deserve you, yeah Bring me love this Christmas Cause I've been Yeah. Hey, what to bring me love 
On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Malakilikimaka is the wise way To say Merry Christmas to you Malakilikimaka is the thing to say On a bright Hawaiian Christmas day That's the island greeting that we send to you From the land where palm trees sway Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night Melikalikimaka is Hawaii's way To say Merry Christmas to you
it's a different type of business, auditions and plays and so forth. And I guess after a while, you kind of tapped out for being a performer. Um, yeah, I guess he's like, you know what? I made my cash. I got money in the bank. And or and or he might be, he might jump to behind the scenes. You know, he said acting. He didn't say not writing. Didn't say directing. Didn't say producing. Because after a while, Sidney Poitier. Uh, did some produ- did some directing and stuff behind the camera. So that's what some actor he may I may I see him more so um, going behind the cameras and do, probably doing more writing, probably doing more producing uh, and directing, and not being so much in front of the camera. There's a, obviously a huge difference, and I think he'd be a great, in my opinion, a great producer or even a director talking to the younger talents because he's been there and done that. You know what I'm saying? So he can put his input in. I think a lot of Good actors, actors and certain directors are good because you can just point out, hey, I don't do this, don't step like that, look this way, and so forth and so on. Um, I hate to see him retire. Like I said, he has a lot left in the tank. In my opinion, like, dude, he's young. 53 is young. So um, if not in front of the camera, hopefully he does something behind the camera. We do. We don't have enough um people of color, men and, men and women that produce or direct uh, films and TV shows and so forth and so on. So hopefully he does some writing behind the scenes. Hopefully he does some directing, some producing. Um, and hopefully he just doesn't just disappear altogether. In my opinion, I wouldn't be surprised if he, if his name is attached to being as a producer or director of a film or a television series. You never know. So hopefully he does. Uh, but, again, this is, you know, uh, great talent. I'm, I'm a fan of Terrence Howard, and definitely going to check out The Best Man series on Peacock. They did that the right way. That is putting it in another franchise. Instead of putting it in the theaters, boom, put a little bit a little mini series on a streaming service. Yeah, see, see that? I got knowledge up here. You know what I mean? You got, I, I'm giving you free wisdom. Free wisdom. Normally, people pay millions for this. Millions and billions. Giving it to you for free. Two hours a week. Wisdom. Giving it to you. Now, let me calm down. All right. So, uh, <laughs> um, Stone Magazine says, Snoop Dogg and Master P are big mad. They are being forced to rename Snoop Loops Serial. It's official. We're taking over the breakfast food industry, uh, the rapper wrote. This is a minor setback for a major comeback. All right, let me pull this up. So let me get this here. All right, so uh, Snoop Dogg and Master P, uh, whose breakfast series Snoop Loops has been stripped of its name following an, an interference from an unnamed company stating that that Snoop Loops is too close to uh, Fruit Loops. So there's a discrepancy there. So what's happening now is that they're going to have to rename and repackage uh, what they already, their they're, uh, Snoop Loops. Now, they're disputing it like, like Snoop Loops is one thing, Fruit Loops is something else. But yet, you know, they're, they're, they're being forced to, to change it. I think it's stupid. At the end of the day, this is like the gist of the, the gist of it on how long they've been doing it. Um, 
Let me see. Wait a minute. My big screen is. I oh, here it is. Boy, these these big screens are hard to master. All right, here we go. Uh, here, yes, yeah, so Snoop Loop, uh, Snoop Dogg is being forced to change the name of the Snoop Loop cereal brand. The rapper who began selling Snoop Loops under he and business partner Masterpiece Brothers Foods Company earlier this year revealed the unfortunate news in on a post on Instagram. Uh, so they don't want to see Snoop Loops on our cereal box, even though that's my name, Long Beach native. Wrote in the captions of a clip uh, of him inside, uh, him and Master P holding boxes of Snoop Blues while explaining their desire to add diversity to the market. Uh, we built a national brand and, and disrupted the cereal industry. We did it with hard work and integrity. I know they're uncomfortable and scared. Our mission is to build diversity and economic empowerment. The rapper continued, adding, times have changed. There's enough room for all of us to be successful. This is bigger than us. We are fighting for the next generation of entrepreneurs. We're no longer just being consumers. We're educating the culture, building our own brands, and passing down generational wealth. He ended this message by vowing to complete their goal of Snoop Loops and their other products competing with the top brands in the business. Broadest Foods is all about helping the community, he said. It's official. We're taking over the breakfast food industry. They can't stop us. It's David versus Goliath at Master P, and I got the slingshot. This is a minor setback for a major comeback. Hashtag God's plan. What do you think we should name our new cereal? You know, that's fucked up. You know, changing it because it sounds too close to Fruit Loops and it, it, it's a messed up thing. Let me stop there. Let me back up a little bit. I love this. This goes into the wheelhouse of what I was saying of different streams of revenue. Kellogg is making a big deal out of his Titan, and it, and of course they're trying to stop the little man, so to speak. Broadest Foods is just beginning. It's starting to broaden. And like I said, speaking when I was talking about uh, Terrence Howard and diversity behind the camera, we need diversity in the food industry, diversity across the board, male and female alike, people of color to have their own uh, food products out there, the alternative to the big business. Sometimes the alternative might be a little bit more healthier than the big business. And I think that's kind of cool. And And the fact that, you know, they try to stop them from growing by saying, you can't use that name. It sounds like Toucan Sam's Fruit Loops. Hey, no, it's two different things. Let people make up. Let people make that decision. But Kellogg being the bigger company, of course, they put a stop on it, and, and it's copyright infringement. It sounds too close. People may get confused. Oh, no, we don't want to be confused with a Negro and his new company. Oh, why would we? So I think it's Cornball. Um, I don't have any names off the top of my head what to name it. But yeah, you know, you know, it's a sign for a big comeback, and I love that, and I love that he said that. You know what I mean? Um, because he has is another. Let me back up a little bit. Come stumble my own words. This is something that we all need to pay attention to overall. At the end of the day, because we need to support businesses like this. It's not always about the big corporations. It's about other businesses out there. 
uh, people of color businesses. We got to support that. Uh, trying to give alternatives to the big brands. It might even come in cheaper. Box of cereal now is you're looking close to seven, eight, nine, coming ten dollars. I know it sounds crazy, but it's true. Inflation is a motherfucker. This might be an alternative, like I said, with the ingredients, with the pricing, and it still has all the flavor of the big the big companies. Um, broadest Foods have other products. They have, they have oatmeal, grits, pancake mix, and syrup. That's what's up. That's what we need. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. Different streams of revenue, and it's helping the community, and it's giving diversity, and it's opening doors for jobs and opportunities. And people are like, hey, if they can do it, I can do it. You can go to school. You can learn this stuff. You can you put your money behind it, and I love it. And you know what? It is a sort. Of, it is a, a, a small setback for a great comeback. I I wish I could come up with a name. I don't right now, but if I do, it'll pop in my head. I will tell you on the show. I might be doing a show a month from now, and I'm like, oh, you know what? In the middle of something, they can call it this. You never know. Um, but I think it's stupid to stop them because it sounds too too close to Fruit Loops. That's so that's corny. That's dumb. So hopefully, um, come up with a come up with another name and keep it going. Uh, right now I think the broadest food line is not um global yet. I think it's kind of regional. Um, I don't think it's. I know it's not in my area. Yeah, it might be some of your areas wherever you listen at. So I would love y'all let me know how it is. Get at me on social media or Instagram and, and just let me know or, or Facebook find me or email me, you know, NYPA Entertainment at Gmail. Because um, I, I watch the Virginia region, let me know because I will ship it to me. I pay you for it. You know what I'm saying? I pay for the shipping. I want to try some of the products. I know it's not here in Philly. I haven't seen it anywhere. Nobody told me about it yet. You know what I mean? Um I definitely tried the the Snoop. I still call it Snoop Loop. I would try Snoop Loop cereal. I would try his grits. You know what I mean? And, and pancake batter and, and shit like that. So why not? It's there. Why not? I think it'd be cool and good support. And uh, that's what's up. If y'all see it, support it. And shout out to Master P and uh, Snoop Dogg for doing big business and doing big things. Different streams of revenue. Different streams of revenue. That's what you got to do. Different streams of revenue. Uh, all right. Let me do my last. Music break. I'm going to come back and wrap things up here on NYPA Entertainment Radio.
next Sunday on NYB Entertainment Radio. Shout out to everybody near and far uh, who support the show, who downloads it, whether it's live or later on in the night or other days or whatever the case may be. Appreciate you taking the time out to let me try my very best to entertain you for two hours. And uh, thank you so much. Words can't express how I feel and appreciate everyone. All right, that's it. I'll see you next week. NYP Entertainment Radio. Show's over. TV. Yo. I'm not a preacher. I just like making good music. I'm paranoid from the weed, Lord, can you help me please? Once more, I drop to my knees, tell me, Lord, how could it be? Blinds of rain I've never seen, tell me, Lord, why is it me? Is it cause I'm chasing dreams? Is it cause I'm chasing cream? Is it cause I'm close to each and every one of my enemies? Danger is my company, I swear I hate this industry. All women love the way I'm living, they know I'm unforgiving, heartless and deceiving. How am I still breathing? Scared of what I've seen, still scared of what I'm seeing. Uh. Making me pick and choose with win or lose Even one of one, my mind is left better than bruised Choose These niggas fruity like a pebble I fly straight I'm on my level Sell your soul Deal with the devil <laughs> I'ma stay smoking this weed, man Trouble finding the absolute meaning of life Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by But I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine I'm just drifting away, these dreams keep me fueled to progress This weight that I hold on my chest from packing on all of the stress Throughout the daily grind, I seek to find a peace of mind No wasting time, I need to climb up to the top to make this mine Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be much more than the stars Can I line the journey is dark but I'll find A source of light to help distinguish the goods and the evil the benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relay to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truths As if a beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I'll say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry on, then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are they are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant, and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture, my morals, the society as he begins teething But if I have a girl, she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain Show is over.